Welcome to iHeartGeek. And welcome to another episode of iHeartGeek. This is a strange episode, because, so I figured we should talk about Stranger Things. Um, we're in that kind of window where we had to get it done this week. So, yeah. Henceforth, Stranger Things, season four. Season, I, season four? I thought season this five. was a, just about Stranger Things in the geek culture. I'm at the wrong show. No, I'm kidding. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> I will take your notes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dub. I'm here with Ryan. We're here with Tyler. We're here with Christina, hey. and we are we are talking about really the phenomenon of Stranger Things. Oh. Now, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna come out hot out of the gate out of this one. Oh, here we go. Uh, season one was fantastic. It was nostalgic and it was incredible. Season four has been the best season, like by far. Two and three, I don't care about. Why is season four so good? <laughs> I told you I was going to come out hot on that one. Because they're older? The actors are older. That, that, that is 100% what, what makes like one of those like child-loving shows, one of those like kid shows, or, or kid mm-hmm. actor-centered shows. When, they, when those actors age into adult, it just elevates everything. Harry Potter was the same thing. Sorcerer's Stone, not great. But, but the movie is the movies unbelievable. The movies themselves. Are I, 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 I get the different movies. They age this. into. I want to dispute this just because of something Howard Stern said. Howard Stern, when he was trying to explain this, he's all, yeah, it's, it's a show and it's amazing. And it's about these kids. But don't worry about the kids. They don't care. They don't matter. But they're everything in the plot. But they don't matter. So don't, don't worry about the kids. It's just a great movie. And that's kind of how it. I don't care that they're children in this. It's kind of yeah. horrific. But. Okay, so what about you, Tyler? What do you think? I just I feel like they just up the ante big by a lot. Yeah, just I mean because the you know in the beginning it had its horror vibes, but man, they went they turned up the horror dial big time on this one. It it got real tense, real scary, real dark, and uh, you know they did what they did times ten. You know, uh, leaving you wondering you know like you think it's going this way and then bam it just makes a makes a left turn out of nowhere yeah i just i think that's what it was they just up the ante so much mm-hmm. what about you christina okay so for me it was it was darker it was pedal to the metal something that rhymes with metal. to the walls um, windows? um it just it it never it never it never let up I mean, it never let up. And I think the other thing is, is these were not like 45 minute episodes. We were getting feature films in every, every, every time Mm -hmm. it came Mm -hmm. out. And I think that that in itself was such a brilliant move. It was like movie after movie after movie versus 30 to 45 minute episodes. And they didn't lag. No, like no, we got full movies yes. and we did not the whole, each episode. They, it didn't. We did not get any like, fillers. None of those episodes. Twenty were minutes filled. going. Come on, come on. Yes. No, no, they, they, they eased into the gas like they eased this into it. Like one yeah. ramped up to two, two ramped up to three, and they hit three, and it's just pedaled to the floor, and it didn't let up. But mm-hmm. I, th- I think one was a little more special. Maybe that's just because of the nostalgia factor with it. I feel like a lot of the nostalgia goes away by four, as far as. You know the um, the music a and bit. all that stuff. I mean, you still know um, it's the time period, but to me, 
I didn't feel like nostalgic anymore. It just felt like this is happening now, even though they're wearing cool clothes that I remember. Go ahead, Christina. I think that maybe a part of that is because they kept the cinematography a little more simplistic in season one. And because season four is so much darker, I think that they used more of it. So I feel like that in itself, you know that, I mean, we're not watching Ghostbusters or your ET from the eighties because it was so amazing, but I still got all the feels from like the eighties and. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So now I I, I want to hit this. There's there's two particular characters that I really want to hit before we hit everything else, and I think they were the cultural shifts that happened. And one of these was Eddie Munson. Yes. Oh, oh my good. gosh, Lord. This guy, he could have played this so boring and just so straight, and he just he came in with an innocence. That was just crazy. Um, why? I mean, it seems like whether you watch Stranger Things or not, you know who this character is. Everybody knows about the good Metallica scene. Mm. But what is it that everybody drew on with this character so much? Let's start with you, Christina. So Eddie makes you feel like you're a part of the story. He's the every day. He did for me in season four what Bob Newby did for me in season two. That was another character for me that was just lovable, innocent, um, such a good heart. And I bawled when he died. Um, so it's kind of the same thing. They they draw you in and they, hey, I could be this person. I, you know, and I feel like that he's like, he puts the audience right there in those moments. And he does it so freaking amazingly. Like I they, from from episode one, you are in love with this character. Yeah. I think he's he's the character that yeah I mean, he he is the one you you resonate with at the end of every episode you're just like what, what's going to happen to Eddie next yeah um, every every show has that that one character that kind of just like busts on the scene end up ends up as everybody's favorite but he's the, he's the guy you vibe with here yeah he's he's the he's the cool guy he's the cool like he's the guy that all the all the geeks want to be or, or want to be around. Um, he's not the most popular kid in school, but he's 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 himself. He's, he's his own that, person. He's the guy that thinks he's cool, but he's not cool at all. <laughs> he's definitely got all that. He's so uncool. It's cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, I mean, I think um, you have the toy right there. I mean, that's right. Uh, yeah, no, I I absolutely love this character, and I think that was just a, that's just a resounding thing throughout the Stranger Things community right now. Um, He's he's that guy that though he was portrayed in the show as like this this freak this this outcast. Um, I honestly feel like majority of people I went to high school with would really get along with this guy. He he's just he resonates with all of us in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, because there was always the there was always the guy in high school, right? That he did, he wasn't a jock, but he he was not quite with the stoners he wasn't he, quite he with, definitely you know probably I mean? beat you he, up he blended probably, in maybe with everybody but yet he stood out so yeah. well he's, he's um, the I person had a couple in, high of them in my school that was just everybody loved this person i think it was, it was a personality once you got to know everything they lie Even about everything exaggerate everything mm-hmm. yeah well if if not that it they could be the complete opposite, you know. Yeah, he was when like when the the cheerleader came over. He was super genuine with her, you know. He would just like 
you know, what what are you doing here? Why are you talking to me? You know, the, like, oh my gosh, I wanted to real, see where that you know? would have went. That, I, I think there's love a, that relationship. Yeah. And there was a level of like authenticity that came through out of his character that I think most people just absolutely were drawn to. Uh, so he, he's, yeah, go ahead. I'm trying to say, we hit everybody. To me, that? he's the, he's the guy who, he's the guy who like, you know, there, there's always that one kid in school who like, every time you talk to him, you're just kind of like sucked into the conversation. Like you're in, you're like, you're there. Like most people yeah. like it. You're like, yeah, I don't care what you say. But for some reason you're like kind of hanging on every word he says. Um, and I think that the refreshing thing was like, like with the Duffer brothers, they've on multiple occasions have admitted to killing off a character too soon. They admitted to killing off the cheerleader too soon. Um, but that like that transparency that even, yeah. even the, the creators uh-huh. are letting the show drive the show and they, they, they they're molded by what's going on on screen. Um, I think that's such a fantastic death. He had a mm-hmm. worthy death. I say, and that's what I want to see from the show. I want everybody to die by the end, and but I want it all. I want every death to mean something, and that meant something. I know that sounds horrible. I hope, <laughs> I hope at the end of next season, we're going to talk about this in a few minutes. But I want every all. I want half the cast to be dead at the end of this. It needs to, mm-hmm. and that's not me being like ugly, because it means no. It's so much just dark, more. not ugly. It's, no. <laughs> I don't think it is because Eddie Eddie 100% redeemed everything about himself through his death because he went out like a champ. Come you know, on, Eleven yes. needs to kill Vecna and it cost her Mike. Like it needs to cost everything. Yes. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> and now the other one I want to talk about who was just a breakout who I wanted to see more scenes with is Argyle. This guy was made to be on my TV screen constantly. Yeah. Um, this guy would have been Cheech, I think, if you know, if he would have been born at the right time. He's so perfect. He's, he, he just wanted to like take his little chicks and just, just I don't know. <laughs> I and the pizza scene is just fantastic. I yeah, I I don't know if I'm just more in love with this character than everybody else is, but I can't stop talking about this guy. He's the one I want to survive at the end. <laughs> <laughs> more than 11 more than will more than mike i want him to survive wow i don't know he's just such a fun character i love him i think he is if you took cheech garth from wayne's world and then the teenage mutant ninja turtles that is argyle and i i love him and i think eduardo franco did such a good job of the portrayal mm-hmm. and he's just he i don't he's special yeah, like every time you special. get every time he's on there, you get this smile like, oh, it's Argyle. Yeah, he I, I feel like he's world's greatest sidekick. Yes. I, Tyler, mm-hmm. what, what do you think about him? Um, at first I was I was a little annoyed with him. Uh I know I, 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 I get like, that. You know, it, it took a while, but I warmed up to him. Um, I think it was probably the pizza shop when they made the sensory deprivation tank. I oh, really yeah. I really, he grew on me then when he was like, man, I got you covered. He's like, he's like measuring her out. Oh yeah, I got something for you. <laughs> and then they put her in the tank and what does the stoner do? Of Makes course he's making a pizza. Yes. You know, it's just I, like I he played that. into all the tropes of the yes. stoner character, but yet he, he wasn't like all the stoner characters I've seen because he was like really scared of a lot of things and he was like well, super that was a paranoia. sensitive. Like, yeah, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> but, but, and we 
got introduced but to it wasn't like just pizza. random paranoia like, it was just like when things started going awry he's like i don't know man you know i mean just yeah, I don't know. it just he he was he was the trope, but he wasn't. I don't know. I don't that, really that's know fair to say. It. And he did. He grew on me. He's fun. Yeah. Ryan. It's like if you take the most stereotypical piece of the 1980s stoner and then like like the California kid or whatever. Yeah. And then just just drop him in as the co- the only comic relief in a like in a show that's taking horror to its next level. At least for the show. I mean, it's not the scariest thing you're ever going to watch, but it, it's a, it is a sci-fi horror movie, and he's just straight up like comic gold, like right through it. It's like he he he's funny enough to remove you from the moment, and that pizza shop scene is just like it's so perfect. Yeah. Like, what else is he going to be doing? He's going to be making a pizza. But, oh, I know knows, exactly yeah. where we can get that much salt. Let's go to my pizza place. And he like immediately walks in the door. He's on the same page with the employees there. It's exactly how you expect it to play out. It's, it's very but it, funny. It's, it. it's so funny. Now, I, I have a question. Noah Schnapp, who played Will, who did he piss off? Why do the why do the, the the creators of the show hate him so much? First off, he goes, he he's the one that's stuck in the upside down. And then he's going through all this torture, which is cool. And then we go up to um, he has. He, he's gonna have a. I can't read what that says. It says Will's freaking haircut. Why? I would just. Yes, we're getting that that one second, and then the second part was the they put him into a love triangle to someone that's not gonna be attracted to him. Yay. Okay, so we hate you more, Will. Okay, Will, and now we're gonna leave you with that stupid haircut you've had, and your head keeps growing, but your haircut does not. It's so <laughs> unfortunate. <laughs> Do they hate him, or is that just a me thing? <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's gonna we're gonna find out in the end why he's when going his guts get torn out. We'll what know. he is, you know, um, there's gonna be a connection or something. There's gonna be a reason why Will is just so centered into all this rottenness, <laughs> including his barber. Which I, I I feel like I feel like that maybe they're they're trying to come off as like his mom cuts his hair, you know, that type of thing. Um, maybe I don't know, but her yeah. brother. I just I know they don't they don't yeah. have like a lot of money, you know. They don't kind of come off. Yeah, but they also get separated for a long period of time, so that stuff's got to that, grow. Hey, yeah, that's true. And, and his brother has the face of a ninety year old man, so I mean that you have to feed that. Yeah, what's going on there? That <laughs> that face scares me. That is a frightening face. Uh, I, I I feel nostalgic <laughs> for his haircut. I had a bull cut as a kid. Um, but did no, it keep I, growing I with he... your face? That I'm hoping it kept growing. Yeah. It was the same bowl. Yeah, it was the same bowl. <laughs> Maybe it's a Floby thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Floby! <laughs> okay, so- I think he's the tragedy. Yeah. He's the tragedy here. He's, he's, um, well, you think Eleven's life is the hardest, or you think Mike's got it hardest trying to deal with her across the country, or, or Max and her depression dealing with, with her brother. No, I think Will's the tragedy. Will's the ultimate like tragedy story here. Well, you know who Will really is, and this is going to sound—I just came up with this now, but I, this makes sense to me. He is the damsel in distress. He's <laughs> who they keep having to save, who they're going to have to keep saving. You know, as I say, he's, he's going to be—he's going to have to pine after Mike. Yes, we all know that's coming. Um, which he's Mike's not going to be like 
yeah, not going to be attracted. So they're they're putting him in impossible situations that he's going to have to constantly hurt and be rescued from. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, if this were on Disney Plus, he'd be a Disney princess. <laughs> I'm not the one that said that, folks. Just wanted to point that out to y'all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now let's talk about the relationships in the show. Um, the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, wow, they shoehorned everybody into a relationship this ep- this season. Everybody. Now kind we'll of. talk. Let's talk about the ones we liked and ones we didn't. Um, I love the gym and. Uh, the Jim and Joyce relationship. I love it. Absolutely. I feel I, like it drives a major part of the story. That that to me, that's good. We're not focusing on the kids for this thing because <laughs> I think it was it was a grown up relationship versus the versus kids mm-hmm. puppy love. And I think there's something. And you see her go through her ex husband. You see her go through uh, Rudy, and then you see her go uh, end up with Jim. And it's like this is really. I mean, it, it's it's a whole journey, and I really like their relationship. I want to hear your guys' thoughts on their relationship. Honestly, this is what, more than anything else, this is what hooked me on this season, is their relationship and what she went through to get him. Uh, let's start with you, Ryan. I think it, it, it's a nice story, but it is all encompassed in the one part of the show that I just could not Really? Oh, the Russian stuff? I, I, I did not like the Russian stuff. I'm so glad if it's wrapped up. It is the one thing that removed me from the story more than anything else. Really? Because it feels so over the... It feels like like it feels more over the top stereotypical of Russia than the surfer boy kid that Argyle is. Like, it, it's just... It's not a good version of Russia. But isn't that part of like, the charm of the show is the stereotypes? Yeah, but it's like, at least with, with the New Mexico stuff, it feels like you're in New Mexico. It feels like you're like stuff's going on with, with Eleven's part of the story. It feels like what Eleven's going through, what Hawkins is going through feels like what Hawkins is going through in 19, in the 1980s. But Russian yeah. just feels like, oh, we need to make it seem like, like the, the Russia they asked us to be completely terrified of in the 1980s. And that I just, I could not get behind it. I still can't get behind it. It's That's the fair. one part that like I felt was dragging. The relationship was nice. Um, I love the buildup and uh, Jim and Joyce seeing each other for the first yeah. time is amazing. But after that, it's just like we hang around in Russia so much longer than we needed to. Now and 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 I I might agree with you if it wasn't for the debacle in the third season with Eleven and her sisters and the goth phase that went nowhere. Oh, and <laughs> honestly, I've kind of put everything on that scale. As long as it's not as bad as that, I don't mind the Russia stuff. And I think that's kind of probably if that hadn't happened, I probably would have felt the same as you. I think that's fair, <laughs> uh, Christina. What what about you? What's your thoughts on this relationship? So I love this relationship and the, the Russia stuff didn't really take me out of it. I think it is very stereotypical of how we growing up in the eighties, how we thought about Russia. I mean, you look at shows like Top Gun, the Russians were the bad guys. Um, the one thing I did like was having a very human villain. And mm-hmm. so even though that's how they wrote it, I liked it. And I, and it, as far as I, Jim and Joyce, I, I love them. I liked Bob and Joyce, but I love Jim and Joyce. Like there's this, 
and I, maybe it's because they've worked together for four seasons now, but you can tell that there's um, an, a friendship connection on top of this romance that they're trying to build. And so they're, they just, they're seamlessly just bounce back and forth across each other. And I've read a couple of articles that some of that stuff is very ad lib and it's mm-hmm. just very like them just leading that story. Yeah. It feels like it feels so real. Yeah. 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 Tyler? No, it does. It, it feels very authentic or real. Um, you know, I just, I love how like, she's just so stressed out and neurotic all the time. And he is such a rock for her. Yeah. You know, Cause he, cause most of the time he is rock solid other than, you know, when we first got to know him. Um, but yeah, they, they play off each other so well. Their chemistry is so good. Yeah. Um, it's a great, great story. I'm, I'm, Glad they decided to bring them back together, and it wasn't some, yeah, some you know, oh, we're gonna kill him off while he's fighting something in Russia. You know? Oh, he needs to die at the end, but that's um, nothing to do with it. What uh, is it with you <laughs> and everybody? Fine. <laughs> okay, no, so, uh, Hopper's got to stay around. I love Hopper. I love Hopper. <laughs> this this was a star maker for him. so far. Um, okay, I want to hit two relationships that I really, really didn't like. One of them was the Lucas and Max. I think they're more interesting on their own. I don't care if they're together. I want them to be friends. I don't. They have the chemistry together of um, water and water. It's like, okay. Go ahead, Christina. I think you, you have something I, no, to say about that. I, I actually agree with you until the very end. And that moment where Max dies and that that is Spoiler. such a- I'm kidding. <laughs> that is such an emotion packed. Um, that is such an emo- emotion packed m- moment for both of those as yeah. as actors. I would I was crying. I was blown away at at that, and I was like, "Huh." But yes, prior to that, I could have taken them or leaving them, l- left them either way. But that moment pulled me in in a way I wasn't expecting. Tyler, I I really actually liked them a lot. Uh, just because they were just so unlikely. And yeah. I think if you were there in Hawkins going to that school, you'd look at both of them and be like, that's okay. You know, I wouldn't have figured they'd be together because her personality and his personality. And especially now that they're older and he's coming, he's trying to become a jock or at least, you know, he thought he wanted to go that way. Um, you know, they were just so unlikely of a pair. So it was super awkward all the time, you know? And you could tell that there was really every time they looked at each other, there was something there, but they're just so awkward. Yeah. Well, this show um, definitely I, I does push that was the, 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 yeah. the pairings. This yeah. whole season really did really bad. But then, at, I mean, that scene in that ending was great. At, oh my God, dude. But I don't kids, think there had to be the romantic involvement for that to have that impact. Um, you could no. love somebody without being in love with them. Yeah, they could have been. Yes, I don't, because old that's friend. my favorite yeah. relationship. But I don't feel so we'll like... Talk about, had, no, we'll talk about that in a minute. Oh, we have a couple of those, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there, there's nothing going on on some of these. <laughs> Ryan? So, it, it, up until the attic scene at the end of the show, it feels very unnecessary because you already have Eleven and Mike having their relationship issues. I don't want to watch two teenage couples with their both of their relationship issues. Mm-hmm. It's fine if a relationship works, but like it didn't seem necessary yeah. to have both of them having their own struggles. They're more interesting on their own. I, I didn't like it. 
but for them to be slowly coming back to each other like that was the best part because it made it made that attic scene it's the reason why you cry in that scene yeah they they brought each other back together and then oh the universe is going to rip them apart again and that was like that's the tear jerking part it's like no it just worked not now not max now yeah um but I, I didn't like having two teenage relationships having issues. Now, now the other, um, I think, completely unnecessary relationship that they had to shoehorn in so hard, it was there was a, a sledgehammer involved in getting this this jackhammered in was the Dustin and Susie. I love them on the Never Ending Story thing. That's fine. I love that. That was one of the highlights of season three. I don't care anymore they're not a couple i'm sorry they live a million miles apart they've talked like twice i think <sighs> why i i would have rather had the cute memory because let's be honest out of all these couples they're not going to last more than a year so let, let's put some of that realism with some of these kids especially if they're that far apart you know and i think Susie's a cute little girl but i hated that i hate if this is the thing that took me out of the season. Don't know why. And it's, I don't know whose fault it is. It's not the actors. It just shouldn't it's have been. Fault. It shouldn't have written. It shouldn't have been written. Ryan, do you disagree? I disagree. It's your fault. The, the, the one I don't like is uh, <laughs> Nancy and Jonathan and Steve and Robin. We'll get to that, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that next. <laughs> That's the one I don't like. Um, I'm fine with the... I'm fine with... Uh, their relationship and it's fine to me doesn't matter um, at least it's the one it's the one that that works <laughs> it worked in season three yeah um and it gave us the great never-ending story <laughs> um we don't quite get that here but uh Susie, Susie's an actually actually uh, a valuable character i mean she she helps them crack the code you need the you need the two nerds working together like they're the really smart kids working together i like it okay fair enough uh tyler you first on this one are you next on this one yeah no i i think like cracking the code and having a useful tool in the in the storyline i think that's really all she was good for uh, if you edited you know, it out would you have noticed if they edited that part out would you have noticed i think they could have found another, another easy way around cracking the code and figuring it out especially i mean dustin's smart yeah but yeah i just if if I had to write down a list of things that I just felt unnecessary or, you know, they could have found a different route to go. It would be a yeah. small list, but this would be one of them. It'd be them, them two back and forth. I mean, it was cute and everything, whatever. It didn't take me out. Yeah. I didn't like the scene in the house. Yeah, like the it was, thing, that was, was chaotic. Was felt really it strange. It was a hot mess. Very yeah, was, chaotic. I don't know what they were trying to say with it, to be honest. <laughs> Susie's got a confusing life in her a rebellious older sister. Susie has a house and Yay. she has siblings and, and she has a weird home life. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and an absent mom or something. Uh, Christina, what about you? So honestly, there's only one other um, relationship that I absolutely adored in this whole hot mess. And I could have taken or left them. But after we talk about Nancy and Steve and the whole blah, yeah. I will share with you the ultimate relationship. 
Well, let, let's let's hit that. And everyone says that's a three way relationship. It's a five way relationship. It's, and I it's think you're I know, in it's hurry, a right? weird way relationship. It's a, okay because Nancy and George Burns should not be together. It's a, George Burns. I hate I hate how the whole time. They're going to break up. They're going to break up. They're going to break up. They don't love each other. They don't, they, they still care, but they don't love each other, blah, blah. And then they have this nice ending and they don't do it. It's like, really? And then Steve and Nancy are obviously together. Let's, let's be fair, but that's not yeah. the relationship I love. I love the Steve and Dustin relationship because it is my favorite relationship. <laughs> on the show. It's not in a dirty way, but no. I love their, yeah. that. That's funny because Baby's mine, mine is Eddie and Dustin. I Dustin I think is they, fantastic. I think that Eddie and Dustin have the ultimate bromance, and it's why it hurts so much when Eddie dies, and and it's why you know when Eddie decides that he's not going to run anymore, and he turns around and here's Dustin putting all on the line to save Eddie because they are that there's that friendship. And, and they both kind of connect because they're like, yeah, we're not heroes. We're not heroes. And they both became heroes yeah. in that moment. And I, I loved everything about that. And I was like, that's the kind of relationship I want to have. That's the kind of friends I want to have where you put it all on the line when it, when it means something. Well, and so yeah. I love, I love them together. I feel like Dustin and Eddie haven't had a completely different relationship than Dustin and Steve. Oh, I do agree with that. And I love both Steve of them. Steve is a father-son relationship. But the thing that's funny with them is it switches. And it, it, it turns into Steve looking at Dustin's approval for Dustin's approval, yeah. which I think is just a really, and it goes back and forth. And yeah. Yeah. And that's what I like about it. And I think you nailed it when you say father-son relationship, where with Dustin and Eddie, I feel like it's that bromance. It's that, you know. That's fair. Uh, Ryan. So Dustin, I, I love Dustin and Eddie too for a different reason. Um, I went to a smaller high school, so I I remember the kids who kind of the older kids who looked out for me, or, or or the kids growing up who like just like throughout the neighborhood, like the kids who were a couple years older than me, who just like made sure they had my back just because they knew me or whatever whatever reason. And that that's where you get the Dustin and Eddie thing. My favorite one is I love. I love Steve and Robin. I, I love that. Like yeah. the, the, the Chip and Dale yeah. aspect to the two of them. Like you're always sitting there like, Oh, are they going to get back? Are they going to get together? And then it's, it's fine. They don't, but it just like that relationship works. They're like brother and sister. They're like the, the duo. And yeah. I, I love the two of them. Yes. Well, they shouldn't either because that's something you don't want to force either. I say, I'm, I'm, walk, I, I, I'm walking on eggshells on that, but yeah, that's something that you don't want to force on that. Cause I think that's a, um, I think that as far as having alternative relationships, I'm trying to be as whatever as possible. I think this was the perfect way to do it. Nothing felt forced. And it felt like there's a reason in the story that this happened. Cool. I love it. You know, no, no questions. Uh, Tyler, what about you? What's your thoughts? Um, yeah. As far as, we that all whole, over the board, didn't we? That whole love, <laughs> love square, triangle, hexagon. Now I think we've not to really even, at this point. Rhombus. I don't even. <laughs> Will Will's, Will's brother just? I don't know. He needs to go. George off. George Burns. That, I don't like this yeah, character needs, at all. He needs to go hang out with. I really haven't been. He hasn't been a favorite of mine either. 
him and his stoner buddy need to go do their thing. Um, Nancy and Steve. And I want to see them on a road trip. I love them. I love them together. That that's awesome. Their little their little RV ride there and the talk he was having and stuff. That was cool. It was special, you know. Um, as far as Eddie and Dustin, yeah, that that was probably one of my favorites. Um, just like like Ryan said, that older kid who's got your back. You know, there's a bromance there. You, you know, y'all are down. You're going to do anything for each other. But, you know, the oldest one's like, I've been around. So just just come here. Come under my wing, you know. And then you have Dustin and Steve come off to me like brothers that would just give each other noogies all day long, just back and forth. You yeah. Know? That's but at good. the end of the day, when when one of them gets in trouble, he's over there. Yeah, the ones there him. You know, hey man, it's it's all good. You know, mom didn't mean to. I'm the only one that kind of thing, brother. Yeah. Well, and it carries through. Like even like season two when he's getting his bat again. I mean, it it's all the way across. It's a consistent relationship, which is something I love about about Steve and Dustin is that it's that consistency. Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. And then Steve and Robin, man, that was fun banter the whole time. They're they're they have a great chemistry. They really do. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They'll throw it in each other's faces. It's great. Yeah. Now let's hit um Eleven and Mike. Um it's a ne- it's a necessary relationship. It needs to be there. I don't care if they don't love each other anymore. Um actually I was more broken up with what she went through with the bullying than the thought of them breaking up or whatever it was that they were talking about ish. But that bully stuff, oh Wow. My God, that roller skating rink. I would have beyond hit her with a skate. That skate would have mm-hmm. been in orifices of her body coming out of other orifices. Oh my gosh. She is evil. That child. What parent the parents need to look at themselves mm-hmm. and say, What did that's I the... do wrong? Did I sell my soul to Satan for this child? Sorry. Okay. I that was the most that was the most satisfying <laughs> skate injury. Oh my gosh. I was <laughs> but so Going back, yeah, not that I condone such a thing. The, Mi- the Mike and Eleven no. relationship. Um, let's start oh, with Ryan. No, never. <laughs> um, yeah, for, for me, Eleven, Eleven doesn't get like she she shows up in Max's dream, and like that's the first moment where I truly care about her because she's like it's like the right? superhero entrance. Like I, I was watching that episode, and I got off my castle like yes. She's gonna, she's gonna do it. But like up until then, I'm just like, ugh. She's she's an annoying teenager, and I, I guess that's that's the point of her character is like she's struggling. Um, she's struggling to find her place in this world because she definitely belongs in the upside down. I definitely um, want Eleven to die at the end of this. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> you just want everybody to. <laughs> oh, wait till you see my last question. Um, yeah, the, I'm gonna ask you guys. <laughs> the the mic thing's fine. Like. It, she needs all this stuff to to move her story, but it's like it's I find it more and more difficult to care about her character. Um, yeah, like until she's gonna do like eleven things. And can, can somebody please feed Mike some cake? Just something that dude looks so famished. Can can he get a haircut too? Oh well, yeah, he just hasn't gotten a haircut. And he hasn't eaten. I like apparently. his hair. I think yeah, he looks cute. like he looks like a groupie for Kiss. He he looks like in the eighties. Uh, 
He looks like Nirvana. I don't care. He looks like <laughs> like like a Nirvana fan, like ten years after Nirvana. Like they <laughs> horrible. You're looking for the tracks on their arm. Um, sorry, I apologize for that. Like a 1970s Beatles fan. Oh wow, <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> Mike, <Wow>. and Eleven. <laughs> wow. All right, follow so, that. <laughs> yeah, well, hairstylings and wardrobes aside, uh, no. This season was the first time I it, I was irritated most of the time with those two. It was just the interactions were just you, you wanted to grab her just to just tell him what you want him to say, how you, you feel, blah blah blah. And it was for him, it was just like speak up. There's something on your mind. Just say it. You know, it just uh, it was it was it was infuriating half the time. It was just like no, y'all, y'all just go to other sides of the country again and just. Do your thing, yeah. I don't know, but you know, like you said, once she starts doing eleven things and all that, you know, it, it all kind of comes back into play. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. You know, I see why this is necessary and stuff. But uh, this season, the before I liked the uh, the other seasons. It was fun to watch them. This season it was just super irritating. I get it, Christina. <laughs> I was an angsty teenage girl, so I love this relationship. The ups, the downs, the at the end, you know, at the end when he finally tells her, I love you, I don't want to be without you. I'm afraid you're gonna figure oh, out you don't need sorry. me. <laughs> um I'm sorry. I just I, I I like this relationship. And I mean, come on. I mean, when we were teenagers, d- did we have hell? I think theirs might be the most realistic relationship um, with some of their ups and downs and some of the challenges. Um, because, I mean, not only are you dealing with the hormonal crap, but it's freaking 11 yeah. on top of that. And so I, I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Fair enough. Well, uh, I, I think I think the three of us have PTSD about dealing with uh, uh, an angsty teenage girl who we just want to <laughs> just tell me what you want. Is is that what <laughs> get it is? out in the air? Is that what it is? Yes, it, it, this one's on us. Sorry, so, Sean, Sean. Sean would agree with you after twenty nine years of marriage. Last okay. two that I want to talk about are. Um, Dr. Brenner and Dr. Owens. No, they're not a relationship, but I just wanted to squeeze them into because I wanted to talk hey, about them. I missed something. No. <laughs> well, they actually <laughs> did have a they if you want to look at it, they had a very mother-father relationship with Eleven when the which he's like, No, you've got to protect her. I'm trying to make her be better. And it was it's they there was definitely that mother-father relationship. She calls him Papa and I love when you call me Big Papa, so I don't know how that one works. Uh, he was in My Two Dads, so I, I'm going to use that. That works. I like these two. I'm glad they're both gone. They're off the table. Um, I actually like. I wanted Modine to die the entire time because you hate him because he's such a jerk. But he goes out like a champ, so I'm like, dang it. <laughs> you guys have any thoughts on these two characters before we move on? I couldn't uh, just, I couldn't tell where um not Papa but uh Dr. Owens, Dr. Owens. yes Owens yeah. Owens Paul yeah, Reiser. Yeah, yeah. I I could never Paul tell Reiser's a genius. I couldn't be sure what to think of this guy the whole time. Was he a good guy or bad guy? Because of his relationship with with Papa and everything, you know, how they you know, Big one minute Papa, he's please. talking to him like he's he's a little suspect of Papa. And then the next minute he's going along with everything he says. Like yeah. I didn't know what to think mm-hmm. of him. It was 
it was throwing me for a loop there for a little bit. I think that's the brilliance of that character is the whole time you're waiting to, for him to do something completely villainous or something completely heroic. And he's, so, he's vanilla. Yeah. And of the two, I like Dr. Owens. He's one of my favorite characters because he's very altruistic across the board. He's a human. And, and yes, yes. And you're just waiting for a bigger moment. And I think they did that and wrote that very well. Yeah. And I say, and nothing against Matthew Modine as an actor. He is a fabulous actor. I've, I've loved him ever since Gross Anatomy back in the 80s. Um, great movie, by the way. You should check that one out. But the way he played this was so bad. I wanted him to die since like what season two, I think that's when we first see him. I was sitting there like, I, like, I hate this guy. I wait, is he doing something good here? Wait, he's doing more bad. Like I've never <laughs> broke the fence on a character and been like, Oh yeah, I really hate him. I can't wait for him to die. And then he's dying. And like, he totally redeems himself right before he's dead. <laughs> I was like completely pro- like, I don't, I don't think I could be less satisfied with a character than his. It's like, it, like, what, what am I supposed to feel about this guy? Yeah, but uh, I, I think, I think at the end of the day, I, I, you know, I like the character right at the end. I was yeah. just like happy for the sacrifice there, and then just move on. It's a good death, right? I'm just saying. Yeah, it's a it good, makes good the show better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Okay, so let, let's. I, I didn't like the way he died, though. Like the the blowing up helicopter. Like it felt like, oh, this felt like a small budget show. Like right until it didn't feel like a small budget show, and it felt more like Terminator Two. It, it felt like an action movie at that point. I didn't. I was like, eh, whatever. Well, I think that the the writers definitely put a lot of that into the show of different kinds of genres mm-hmm. that you see from spot to spot, which I think helps. Okay, let, let's talk the ending now. Um, how blown away were you? I I was sitting there screaming at the screen, and my wife looks at me and goes, I told you that like half an hour ago. I'm like, shut up. I was like, ah, no. The, the Vecna reveal was just fantastic. Um, I, I got to I got to watch Tyler um learn who that was. What did you think? Don't lie, I watched. What did you think of the uh the ending there tyler oh no it was wild man um because it was like you know you're 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 dancing around all the options of like who vecna could be and you know they're giving you this other story about his family and stuff and you know it, it was just and it's just like this i was actually growing to like one and in, in the lab you know I, I his character was just so good just the, the way he was just so nice but what's Something he up off. to? Yeah. But yet he's so nice. Like it's just, yeah, he was just a great character in the lab. I don't think I did not suspect that that was going to be back. And when we finally started getting that reveal, what are you kidding me? You know, but <laughs> this is Tyler. What? When they give what? you what, 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 <laughs> when they, when they give you the pieces, it all starts. You start that was going a very back, 80s going, moment. Okay. okay yeah. So okay. Nice. You know, the pieces fall in place when they start giving you everything at the end it's yeah like, you're like why didn't i see that you know i should have but you know it was it was a great great little twist ryan i had my mind blown finding out that, that i love it when it showed out to be yep. it was mm-hmm. so good it's like all the puzzle pieces are staring right in your face and they don't make sense right until they just they have to put them all together and they all make sense 
Um, the last two episodes, I literally sat on my couch and watched it almost as a religious experience. Yeah, I, I was mind blown. I was completely sucked in mm-hmm. the entire time from the second they entered the upside down. I was just like, like jaw on the floor. I was, yeah. I was screaming at the TV. I'm like gritting my teeth. Um, just it literally for, for a TV show to give me what felt like a religious experience. I, yeah. I don't get that very often with TV anymore. Yeah. Um, oh. Even though we get so many fantastic shows, just the, the level that the Duffer brothers are at, it's not matched. The yeah. boys does a fantastic job of what they do. Nobody is on the Duffer brothers level at this point. No. And it would take a lot to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's funny because I've the, seen Yellowstone. <laughs> I have not Stop with Yellowstone. Stop. <laughs> I've never watched Yellowstone. I don't know if I will watch Yellowstone. The boys and and um, Stranger Things. We have some, we have some group chats with a bunch of people in there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the second that that show's over, everyone's all, "Who's watching? Who's watching? I need to talk about this. We need to process." Mm-hmm. And it, it's like a, it is a way. psychotic experience. It's like I need to express. No. Uh, yeah, I brought it up in that in that chat just to, to watch the Duffer brothers carry four separate valuable to the to the entire season shows. Yeah. You have Russia, you have New Mexico, you have Hawkins, and then you have everything that Eleven's going through, and it all means something. Mm-hmm. And yes. for them to do all all four of those at a high level, even if we have our own issues with what goes on within one of those, they do all four of those at an extremely high, extremely watchable level. Just, it's so impressive at the level they operate in storytelling. It's not even, nobody matches it. Gotcha. Christina, what about you? what do you think? So when I watch shows, I have to write stuff down because Sean hates it when I give it away. Cause I always figure it out. No. I was like, holy sugar, honey. I, I do the same thing. Like, what the heck? I didn't see it coming. Um, mm-hmm. It was so freaking well done. And even the fact that he boomerangs it back on 11. Like, mm-hmm. you you made me. Not not Papa. You did. Mm-hmm. So, And then all of a sudden, it's almost like that, that Stranger Things moment where you just kind of see all the pieces coming into your mind. And you're like, oh, there. Oh, there. They yeah. did this so good like so yeah. well Vex so, is awesome looking i'm sorry i think he's one i of love my the way that yeah. that turned out i know i've seen i've seen the comparison with the hairless grinch but oh, you oh know, he's he, one of my favorite villains especially up close that's yeah up close man that that look was and you should have seen it in the creepy. eyes if you don't Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love when they pump the brakes and they're like explaining him creating the upside down for himself and like yeah. really like taking it over, like taking over the crawler and everything. Like he's just like, yeah, oh, so awesome. It's trippy. That was so cool. It was like walking around on Mars and then making it his own yes. like, world. It was a it was a a Watchmen moment, like uh, Doctor Manhattan. Yes, that's, yeah, that's what it felt like. Yes. Very similar to that. He made his own mm-hmm. world. You know, we'll we'll get off Watchmen, but that's greatest greatest uh, graphic novel ever. Anyway, so I don't disagree. I don't want to um, fan cast the next season because this is one of those shows that I think is. No matter what you think, it's not going to be as good as what they're going to write. So I'm not going to ask everybody, what do you think is going to happen? But I'm going to ask everybody this. 
everyone knows I I would like to see at least half the cast gone. You can save one relationship and you can save one character. Who is it? And no, nobody knew this was coming. So I'm going to start with um, Christina because you look like you. I just like spanked your puppy. <laughs> oh, Dustin. Dustin has yeah. to survive. Dustin has my heart. He is every mama's boy. He is everybody's best bud. He is incorrigible. He he had he sometimes is brilliant, sometimes makes stupid decisions. That's a he good has one. That's to a good survive. Pick. That's a great pick. He has to survive. As far as relationships, God, that's hard. Um, I'm only one. Can I do two? One. Just, Just oh, one. I not the dub no I'm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um i'm gonna go with joyce and hopper i um, agree 100 it on is that one. such a beautiful beautiful relationship there's so much sorrow so much joy um so much pain it's just so human yeah they need each other ryan what about you bud save one uh, and save one relationship uh, if, if I have to save one person, I'm saving Steve. I I, I love Steve. Really? Steve's my favorite. Wow. I love, I love Steve, Steve so but much. I want him to die. I know. Steve I want, would have been my Steve number two. I love I Steve. Steve. I want Steve to live, and I want Steve and Nancy's relationship to survive. Wow. But if I can't have Steve, if I can't have Steve and Nancy, I want uh, Eleven and Hopper. Oh, that's, that's really good. That's the good. That's I one. like that. Yeah. I didn't even think that of one that. meant a lot at the end. Yeah. Now. I'll tell you why I don't, I got to just put this out real quick. Why I don't want Steve, I, why I want Steve to die. I want him going out heroic being the babysitter and save literally saving all the kids at one time. That's what I want to see. Cause that's the death he deserves. And that's the memorable moment that he deserves. I, I, I would have said that right up until the RV scene and the RV scene, like, struck a chord with me fair enough and, <laughs> and, and i love the character so i love that, that that's my favorite thing there's a meme that somebody made that said that nancy and steve should have their own spinoff where they keep getting these jobs and there's something supernatural going on and then they fix it and save the world get fired and the next yeah. season is the new job and i would totally yes. buy into that they're, they're survived. it's called roseanne oh <laughs> <laughs> Wow, <laughs> Tyler, go ahead, man. <laughs> man, uh, it's actually no. It's a uh, hard decisions here because I don't want everybody to die. So, um, so who, who do you want? You can save one. If I'm going to save one, and we can't bring Eddie back, can't bring Eddie back, then it's gonna be Dustin, and the relationship is I think Christina cleared up all the reasons why. Um the relationship's gonna be Joyce and Hopper. I I absolutely Ellie, you're like my little brother. That that helps me keep Hopper in the mix too. I don't nice. Want to Fair enough. Now um I'll if I could save one it's gonna be Max. I love this character a lot. Um yeah, I, I think that she it's has been through character. more she deserves to live. She was the star of this. Fair show. enough. This this entire season, she was the star. And since everybody else has um, said the the uh, Hopper and and uh, Joyce, I'm not going to use that one because everyone else has done it. I'm going to go a completely different route. <laughs> George Burns and Argyle. Yes. Wow. 
<laughs> you know what? Again, we want we want to talk about a spinoff show. I'm in. But just oh my gosh. Of course, he'd have to like grow a beard or something and cover that hideous face he has. But I mean, Jeez. The, dude, the dude looks like a thumb. Um <laughs> this 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 thumb guy, yeah, makes more money than I'll ever make. I get it, but yeah. <laughs> He's a, he was a stoner, you know, they had to make him look. He looks a little bit like he'd tired. be a natural on Planet of the Apes. A little, a little bit. bit. And uh, yeah, no, but I mean, my first choice, Sorry. of course, is Hopper and Joyce. Can you um, imagine them riding, riding past the Statue of Liberty? What do you say? And I, 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 either 11 or Mike's got to <laughs> die, but I think it's going to be 11. Or maybe. Wow. You what? Either Eleven or Mike, I think, has to die. But I think again, Eleven needs to make the ultimate, but that's just yeah. mine. But we'll see by the end of next season. Um, I'm pretty Eleven sure Eleven has to kill Will. We'll do this one quick because I'm pretty sure I know what everybody's answer is. Give us your grades, and we're going to get out of here. Uh, Ryan, grade. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm just going to be honest. This this show at this point is a ten. I, I don't know what other show can can hit this level. I'm so excited for the way this is going to wrap up. I'm I don't think like season, I don't think the next season can be as good. That's my only issue with it. <laughs> Tyler, it's the Duffer Brothers. They they can do it. Yeah, I've got a lot of faith in them too. Um, we'll see. Uh, th- this grade, I guess, since since we're doing number scales today, I'm going to give it a <laughs> we straight up. <laughs> I'm going to give it a straight up nine. That's yep. good. Yep. Chris, Christina, what do you give it? 9.5. Yeah, I am very close. I'm going to go 9.3 because, yeah, I don't want to get too close to that A plus because I've never, I think I've only given one ever and I'm not planning on, but this show is fantastic. Now, yeah. tell me again at the end of this, at the end of next season, maybe it'll change because that can be a perfection wrapping up. But, um, check out the website, www.iheartgeekshow.com. Use Conway PayDex for it. Hit the subscribe button. We'd appreciate it a lot. Go to our Twitter. Go to our Instagram. Go to our Facebook. We talk to us. We do talk back. And until next time, I'm Dub. I'm here with Ryan. We're here with Tyler. We're here with Christina. Keep on geeking on, guys. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to the latest episode of the iHeart Geek Show. Make sure you visit our website at www.iheartgeekshow.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you check us out on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And keep on geeking on to all of you geek rock stars.